Welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I am learning. And we are continuing our way through the entirety of the series. This week we watch season three, episode 19, Dog of Death. Yep. And I definitely remembered this episode. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, definitely. 100%. Okay. I, w- I would not have pegged it as Dog of Death, uh, the title, the actual title of it. But yeah, I definitely uh, remembered this episode and uh, a lot of the action. There's some good memes in this episode. There's also a goodly number of like callbacks to other episodes mm-hmm. in this episode. I don't yeah. know if you caught some of those. I did, and the wiki also did a very good job of listing them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yep. Um, so, anyways, uh, we're going to, uh, first of all, I think that we should uh, say that I think that we're going to try and do something a little bit different with this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caitlin and I have been talking, and uh, recording for us uh, takes an awful long time. Yeah. Uh, not only Because not only are we recording an episode that's like two hours long, we also have to watch the episode. We have to prepare. We have to set up. We have to, Yeah. It's a time suck. Yeah, and and uh, while we not in a bad way, but <laughs> it could be condensed. It is a time consuming consuming endeavor. Yeah, uh, and so, uh, anyways, we're gonna try instead of doing what we have been doing and sort of like you know more or less going line by line through the episode. I think we're just gonna talk about the episode, maybe hit a couple of nice, you know, yeah. lines in there. When, and well, when we first started recording, we. <laughs> We were dumb, and we did not realize that all the episodes were transcribed on the wiki, uh, not wiki, um, on Frankiac. Mm-hmm. And when we discovered that, I think that really slowed us down just because we were, like, reading the episode, essentially. Yeah. And if you as a listener have watched the episode, then that's dumb. That's redundant. We don't need to do that, necessarily. Yeah, and, and, and so, like... it. Our episodes went from, I think that, I think Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire was like half an hour at most. Yeah. Um, and like last week's episode was an hour and 40 minutes. Well, and if we can keep the tangents <laughs> under control, that would also help. But, I, li- I like the tangents. That's my Robert likes part. to talk That's about my, himself. My, so. my favorite part of the show is me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best part of my own show. He likes to listen to himself <laughs> speak. So, yeah, no. I am an actor, you know. I know. I, uh, I do know. Did you know? I know that. Did you know that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, we are going to try that. We're going to see how it works. And we would love to get some feedback from you about that. Yeah. So, so basically we'll use Frankiac as kind of like a reference point, but we're not going to like belabor the the whole episode, I guess. I'm going to try. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to try. I'm going to try. We're going to try. <laughs> try my best. I know. So Caitlin's going to kick us off with some specs on the episode in yeah. the usual fashion. Yeah. So this episode is production code 18. What? 8F17. Uh-huh. Uh, written by John Schwartzwalder, OG. Oh, yeah. Uh, directed by Jim Reardon. Air date was March 12th, 1992. Okay. And I have the synopsis of the episode from the Simpsons Wiki page, which is at simpsons.fandom.com. If you'd like to check it out, there is a link in the description. So the synopsis being, when Santa's little helper suffers from a twisted stomach, the Simpsons cut corners wherever possible in order to pay for a life-saving operation. However, when the family's morale suffers from the budget cuts, the dog runs away and quickly becomes one of Mr. Burns' attack hounds. The family desperately tries to find the pet. Yeah. That's it. That's good. That's a good, yeah. that's a good that's synopsis. Fair, yeah, that's good. 
I think that works. I think that works uh, nicely. I don't really like the episode title, "Dog of Death." Um, I got news I, for you. <laughs> Did not like this episode. Oh, you just don't like it because there were animals. It made in me it. sad. <laughs> don't like it because you cried because of the animals. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good episode. Spoiler: I, I did not at all. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes, you did. You laughed all the way through it. There, well, there were some funny. There were funny moments, <laughs> but on the whole, <laughs> the butthole. On uh, the butthole. On the butthole. Not my fave. So I know that I said that we were not going to read every line in this episode, but uh-huh. I'm going to start. The <laughs> I'm going to start by 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 reading a line, and I have to because. Okay. Uh, because uh, it wouldn't make sense for me to do this without reading it. Okay. Uh, I really liked the chalkboard gag. Okay. I don't usually laugh at them. I usually look at them uh-huh. and kind of go, okay, I think this is normally what I do on the podcast here as well. Yeah. Um, but I like the chalkboard gag. So we mm-hmm. opened up with this, uh, with the long credits, mm-hmm. and uh, the gag was, I saw nothing unusual in the teacher's lounge. What do you think you saw? I think he saw a baby, uh, and Mr. Uh, Mr. Skinner and Mr. <laughs> excuse me, Mr. Mr. Krabappel and Principal Skinner were yeah. at the closet making babies, <laughs> yes. and I saw one of the babies, and the babies looked at you. Uh huh. You know what I think? I th- you know what I think he saw? I think he saw the teachers uh, taking shots. Okay. <laughs> or taking taking pulls off of. A, well, there was happy hour a couple. There was a couple. There weeks was, ago, and so. in this episode, we see them smoking in there. Yeah. They, but they're always smoking in there. Yeah, I mean, it's the early '90s. Uh, what what you gonna do? Um, yeah, I feel uh, that's feasible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I don't know. <laughs> I was oh. just wondering. Oh, okay. Like uh, my mind immediately went to Skinner and Krabappel, but like we all, everybody knows that doesn't happen until later. Uh, there was a, I am sure, unintentional reference to a future episode, not that episode, uh, in this one as well. So there's a couple of callbacks in this episode, but there is like a, a foreshadowing in it. Uh, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, and I'll. Uh, or I didn't. I. I I may have noticed, but I've completely forgotten in the 30 seconds that... I don't think you noticed because took. I looked over at you and you did not seem phased by it. I, didn't, I saw you look over at me. Uh-huh. But so I don't know why you did. <laughs> okay. So, um, hey, guess what, listener? I have some ribs on the smoker right now. So, like, I've got my eye sort of casting over to my... Uh, yeah. little walkie-talkie thermometer thing, uh-huh. my ThermoPro. We're not sponsored by ThermoPro, but if you're a, a rep from ThermoPro, Pro, hey, we got a ring doorbell now. We so, do. So, like, we're we, extra fancy. We are on the grid. Yeah. <laughs> Look us up. <laughs> Jeff Bezos knows all of our business. No, please. Who's like coming to our before. house? Well, it's true. <laughs> it's true. But, like, if Amazon buys Roomba and they've already purchased Ring, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they've purchased Ring. Um. I mean, yeah, because it said you can, well, it automatically lined up yeah. with our Alexa. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they already listen to our conversations. They know. They, I wonder if they subscribe. I wonder if Jeff Bezos subscribes to the Escalator Jeff, to Nowhere. Are you out there? Or if he's just like, nah, I heard them when they were recording it. Yeah. I mean, good job. Good job with the whole Amazon thing. <laughs> I don't know. I use your service frequently, although it... <laughs> It pains me to do so sometimes. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so <laughs> on that note, we um, uh, hey, look, we made it almost to the end of the credits. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, I didn't even look at the couch gag. I was writing down about uh, the, the uh, couch gag was Homer's laying down on the couch and the whole family jumps on top of him. Oh, okay. And he's just like, 
like underneath all of them. <laughs> he wheels wheels around. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have yeah. You have to describe what you're doing. That's the wheel, <laughs> sorry. That's the wiggle around noise. <laughs> uh, it's very so. It's it's very like gray yeah. here today, and uh, we have eaten Taco Bell. I am seven months pregnant. Caitlin is seven months. I am pregnant. tired. <laughs> Falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up like. When did I wake up? Like, I don't you know. Woke about seven thirty. Yeah, I got up. I got up at seven thirty. Um, and, uh-huh. uh, I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, yeah. Uh, our, our, uh, favorite co-host over here has uh, been taking daily naps mm-hmm. and except the days I work, uh, huh. but, uh, has also like set it up in her office at work so that she can put her feet up. So that <laughs> yeah, I can my feet the first day. So I had two full weeks off, uh, at Christmas, um, the week around christmas the weeks around christmas i guess i should say and um your girl went back to work on the third and i came home and i had like fred flintstone feet (laughs) (laughs) hobbit feet it was real bad Uh so i i had to do some furniture rearranging um not too bad it was on wheels so i just like had to push it to the side but um our, the dean came by the other day and she's like hey how's it going and i'm like laid out she, i was like i'm really sorry my feet are really swollen <laughs> and she's like oh that's okay <laughs> i was like oh god i probably look like a beached whale or something i don't know anyway all right so on, on with the episode all right so we open up the episode here and um we open up on a commercial that is advertising the state lottery um when did when did Virginia start their lottery? I want to say it's around this time. So I think the Georgia lottery started around this time as yeah. well. And I remember one of my family members had a bumper sticker that said, the lottery, didn't vote for it, won't play it. <laughs> wow. Uh, the Virginia lottery, I'm sorry, the Virginia lottery came around in 1987. Oh, really? Yeah. I, re- I remember like it being a big deal. Uh-huh. Um, I assumed it was around this time, but I... I know that um I I know that like when the Georgia lottery started like they had like the Georgia jackpot, you know, and that of course has since given way to Mega Millions and to the Powerball. But like I I guess like the Powerball was like established many years ago and mm. had, and but anyways, I remember that they used to the Georgia state jackpot used to start at 2 million dollars. Okay, the Georgia lottery started in ninety two. Ninety two, yeah i I remember I remember when all that was was going down, mm-hmm. and after it started, I think I've said this on the podcast here before. Like, whenever I would go see my mom, she would always take me down to the gas station and buy me a couple of like dollar scratchers mm-hmm. for me to play, and I remember being in the gas station. This is in West Georgia. This is not in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and. I remember being in the gas station and she took me over, you know, they always have like the little stand where they keep the blank mm-hmm. Scantron sheets and all that stuff mm-hmm. or whatever. I guess they are Scantrons. I, I never really thought I about it. I think they like are. That. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, a lot of people stand there and scratch off mm-hmm. over there. Right. Well, uh, I went over there and started scratching off and the attendant at the gas station asked us to please go outside because I was not... You're legal. (laughs) I was not allowed to to play the game, even though she bought the tickets for for them. And and so we had to go out to the car Mm -hmm. to do it. Mama Mama had a big, long Buick. (laughs) Yeah, I remember one time my mom and I going to 7-Eleven 
and she went inside and got a lottery ticket which is unusual like that's not something my my mom ever did Mm -hmm. she got a scratcher scratch it off oh you win a free ticket great awesome scratch it off win another free ticket oh boy and it was like a chain reaction i think it happened like three or four times wow yeah (laughs) but yeah the lottery was a big deal around this time for sure i am such an unlucky person like (laughs) i i do buy lottery tickets i mean the uh is i think it's mega millions is right now like 800 million Mm dollars or something and so i did get a ticket for that uh but like I never hit numbers. Yeah. I never, ever hit numbers. When I was a kid, I used to help people pick their numbers, and I was pretty successful. Oh, you were... Yeah. It was, it was Caitlin the Greek? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I, th- I feel like I won somebody a couple... Like, it was like a family member at uh-huh. a couple hundred dollars one time. Wow. Yeah. That's but that nice. was that was about it. Well, with little Junior coming, I could... I could. We could really use that $800 million <laughs> just to pay for daycare. That's right. We'd be able to get like through like, what, a year and a half of yeah, daycare, I think. Jesus Christ, help <laughs> us. Lord. Um, so we anyway. opened up, we're on the uh, this lottery commercial. Yep. And in the commercial, like everybody who is in the commercial has won the lottery. There's a window washer who has won the lo- yeah. two window washers, the man at a desk, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And we cut off to a pretty good joke. Uh, the TV, as it turns out, that we're watching is in Moe's. Mm-hmm. It pans back, and Moe says, the lottery, yeah. The exploiter of the poor and ignorant. He then immediately puts out a sign that says, uh, oh, it's a, a, a neon sign. This says, beer is the answer. Uh-huh. I did not notice that. Um Oh. <laughs> anyway, so th- uh, thus ensues Barney and Homer talking, and Barney's telling him that the jackpot's up to $130 million, mm-hmm. and Homer uh, is extra excited, and then, like, everybody in the bar keeps, like, like catches on, and they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, and then they all rush to Quickie Mart to buy a lottery ticket, right? Uh, <laughs> and, like, Apu is just overwhelmed, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, and then um, while... He- while Everybody's at the Quickie Mart. Homer's on the phone talking to Bart and asking, like, helping him pick, um, wants him to help him pick pick numbers. Yeah. He's like, okay, when's your birthday? When's Lisa's birthday? Blah, blah, blah. So you play, when you play lottery, you mm-hmm. play numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. like the machine pick. Yeah. I, I always let the machine pick. That's why you're unlucky, I think. <laughs> you think so? I do. I think it's rigged. Or like you know, it's like playing the computer when you're playing a computer game. It's like playing the. It's like playing Sneaky Snake with Jacob. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> have we talked about the bubble game on this podcast? I before? think we have. Have we? I think we have. Damn Sneaky Snake. Yes, I. I. That's what I feel like. I feel like it. It like knows. <laughs> Maybe. My my mom used to get so mad when she would play solitaire on the computer because she's uh-huh. like, it is rigged against me. I am so <laughs> upset. And I was like, oh, it's solitaire. You, it'll be okay. <laughs> Have you ever played Kings in a Corner? I don't think so. It's an 18th century solitaire game. Mm-mm. It's basically impossible to win. Okay. Um, but I have won it a couple of times. Essentially, the way the game is played is you set out... A, an area of 16 cards. Okay. And you flip the cards over, and the idea is to put the kings in the corner. So you take the higher cards, and you, if I remember correctly, you can essentially trump them over anything that's under it when you put it into the corner. Okay. And So you're laying them out face up? Yeah. And so okay. you want the... Uh, you want the... How, uh, do you, how do you get all the kings then? Because... 
if you're only playing with 16 cards. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, there, there, there's the, uh, you flip the cards off the deck. I see. Okay. Um, but wait a minute. <laughs> no, you start with uh, lines of four on each side, and the lines connect at one card, which would be the corner, okay. right? And there's four open spaces in the middle, and then you flip off the deck. I see. That's okay. what it is. And um, anyway, I haven't played in a long time, if you can't tell. I used to sit in a place at work uh, that serves coffee mm-hmm. and <laughs> and play, play the game, especially like at the uh, short times of the, or the slow times of the year, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I have only ever won the game when I actually was by myself, so I couldn't oh. like. <laughs> You're like concentrating extra hard, so, I guess. There you go, Robert. Your greatest accomplishment, and no one was around <laughs> to see it. Yeah, of course. Of course. So, Anyways, I know that was not a very entertaining description of the game that I can't remember how to play. <laughs> Let's get Google going. it. It'll probably be fine. I actually did want to say, though, you know, in regards to the lottery conversation, like, it's very funny to me that people are more inclined to play the lottery if the if the jackpot is super high, mm-hmm. as if as if $100 million was not generational money, you know? You know, like... Like some people like will not play the lottery unless it's getting up to that billion dollar mm-hmm. uh, level. Yeah, and I I have always thought that that's kind of silly, and I've always I've also thought it's it's kind of silly to buy more than one ticket, considering that the odds are so you know mm-hmm. it, it, unlikely that you buying another ticket or buying five tickets or like. Back when Georgia lottery first got started, like people would buy like a hundred tickets. That's crazy. And and I was like, there's no way you're picking all those numbers. Like, you probably did the machine pick on all those. Mm-hmm. So how do you even know, like, <laughs> you yeah. didn't accidentally copy? I know that's not likely either. But Right. Well, um, anyway, so everybody's, like, running amok in Quickie Mart uh-huh. is, is what's happening here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all that to say is that everybody's buying their lottery tickets at Quickie Mart. <laughs> I'm sorry that my point about people playing the lottery when the jackpot oh. I was not interesting. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It's it's silly because you're just putting more people into the pot to pick from. So, but. And uh, I, I don't, I honestly don't understand like the difference. Well, I mean, obviously Virginia lottery is Virginia lottery, but I don't understand like what, like Powerball and Mega Millions and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I like. It's like football leagues, you know. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't really understand. Are you talking about FBS and FCS? Is that yeah, what you're kind about? of. Yeah, because it's like, okay, well, I don't like somebody in Georgia won this same pot of money that I was going for, even though. Yeah. You so know what like, I mean? yeah. So like, that's what I was saying earlier is that it used to be that there was a Georgia jackpot. Yeah. But that has since given way to, to these the, multi-state yeah. ones. And the appeal of the multi-state well, that's how they ones, get the higher exactly, jackpots, is yeah. is that that's the appeal of yeah. them is that they can have higher jackpots. But I always just thought, like, you know, if you're play, if people don't play at the lower levels, then you have a better chance of winning. Yeah. But I, I, I got but, what you were but saying, but I don't think you actually do have a better chance of winning if the jackpot is lower because it's not a raffle. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not like the New Year's Day. There's still there's still a finite amount of combinations of numbers that you can get. Correct. And they, that number, that, that uh, combination is the same whether or not right. the jackpot is high or low. Right. Right. Like yeah. That, that number, that finite number. Yeah. So anyways, there you go. Wait, what does it go up to? 40? Like one through 40? You can uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, or is it? 
I did not know <laughs> until a couple of years ago that you had to pay with lo- pay for lottery tickets in cash. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, nowadays you can you can do it on a debit card. Yeah, deb- Yeah, but, but I uh, cash or debit. But I did mm-hmm. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. That shows you how little I've like interacted uh-huh. with the whole system. I think Caitlin's main interaction with the lottery is her stocking for yep. me every year. The scratchers that Robert <laughs> gives me in my stocking, which we won some money this year. We did. Yeah, we didn't come out ahead. We but did not. <laughs> got like nine dollars. I spent I spent twenty dollars on scratchers for her, and we got like yeah, like nine dollars yeah. back. I mean, so. that's not horrible. No, it's fine. It's yeah. good. <laughs> Anyways, okay. they are fun. It, it they are I they are enjoyable little yeah games. So. It's a little thrill. So this is not a scratcher. That, <laughs> oh, <Ooh. laughs> so this is not a scratcher. But no. um, everybody's running around in the quickie mart uh, as. Uh, Caitlin said Homer calls Bart and is trying to get him mm-hmm. to tell him his birthday. And then We see Sanjay in the Quickie Mart. We do. I don't think this is his first appearance. The wiki at least says nothing about Sanjay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he's there. Yep. And uh, yeah, everybody, everybody in Springfield's there, essentially. Uh-huh. So then we cut over to the Simpsons household, mm-hmm. and Homer comes in and is absolutely uh, giddy. He is pleased with himself, <laughs> he, he I think is, is the way to phrase that. And he um, he's talking to Marge, and he's like, oh, you'll never guess what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have a feeling that we're going to win. And, and she's like... Um, we never win. <laughs> yeah, she's like, we never win. Uh, and he's like, get all your money. We're going to go get more tickets. Uh-huh. And she says, no, she, they, she buys a ticket every week with girls at the hair salon. Um, right. so do you think that that is, do you think that that's the, um, the club that eventually would buy the fleet of PETA, uh, Helen Lovejoy, Maude Flanders, the investment Agnes. club, yeah. and then they kick Marge out yeah. and then she buys the pretzel wagon uh-huh. from John Lem- or Jack Lemon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, probably. Uh-huh. But I bet Patty and Selma are there, too. Because I feel like the three of them go get their hair together, done together, like, once a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. My mother used to go get her hair done by a woman named Sheila. Mm-hmm. I've told you that before, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and She still does her hair, I think. She does. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was <laughs> astonished when she told me, a, like, a couple of years ago that she was going to see... And it's always, I'm going to go see Sheila. Uh-huh. Right, that's what that is. I'm yeah. going to go see Sheila. And... um. <laughs> I was like, she's alive? <laughs> <laughs> like, and not just alive, but like still doing hair. Right. Oh that's my God. very funny. Yeah. My grandma used to go get her hair done once a week. And I was horrified because I was like, you only wash your hair once a week. Did she go to Barry? No, she did not. <laughs> she went to, she went to a couple different places throughout uh-huh. the years. But uh-huh. she, uh, I think the last guy that did her hair was named Mr. John. Mr. John. Mr. John's hair salon. Uh, when, uh, when we got married, this guy named Barry did. Mm-hmm. He's uh, been doing my mom's hair since I was like a very, very small kid. Yeah, yeah. and and he he cuts, or at least he did cut the governor of Virginia's hair, right? Uh, something like that. Maybe probably he he did like Paula Dean came to town one time. He did her hair. Wow. Yeah, like he's he's pretty well known in the area. Um. The, and the reason I say that is just because, like, I'd watched what, you know, Sheila had done with Mother's Hair for many, many years. And when she got back from Barry before our, our wedding, uh-huh. I was really astounded. I was like, your hair looks fabulous. It looks really great. Mm-hmm. And, and she was like, I think, like, she was taken aback by, by it because I was like, really impressed with it yeah it was it's very it was very different than what she normally has yeah Yeah. and um and i was just like 
it looks so good. And I was like, this guy is a miracle worker. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like I think my mother's hair looks fine normally. Uh-huh. Like, and, but it's just the same hair that I've seen. To give, to give the listener a visual, Robert's mom's hair is very tightly permed. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's kind of just but puffy. My mother wears the same hair that my grandma wore. Uh, they w- they used to go to see Sheila, mm-hmm. and they both got perms, mm-hmm. and it's always been that way. Yeah. And it's more or less the only hairstyle that I've ever seen her with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I guess when it was like kind of smoothed down, and, and it was like yeah, it was yeah. like relaxed out and yeah. looked great. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, she was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But um, anyway, so uh, how do we get onto that? We oh, the, oh, the, oh, the girls at the salon. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, girls at yeah. the salon. Anyway, essentially, Marge is like, "No, we we can't buy more lottery tickets. We're uh-huh. on a tight budget." Um, at this point, Santa's little helper comes in, and he's like, "Not looking so great." Yeah, and um. Uh, they're watching the news and they're going to pull the, the numbers. Yeah, and I have to say that, like, if I had not looked at the title of this episode, Dog of Death, like, it, if it was just coming on the TV, I probably wouldn't have even noticed that Santa's Little Helper was not doing well. I th- yeah, I mean, it obviously builds yeah. a little bit from here, but um, he just kind of, he comes in and he just, like, flops down in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a very funny joke early on here uh, from Kent Brockman, who says that every copy of Shirley Jackson's The Lottery has been checked out from the Springfield Public Library. Have you read The Library? The Lottery? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's dark. It is dark. <laughs> this is this is not the poem, The Lottery. No. This is something different. This is a short story. So maybe. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Sorry. Yeah. So short the, story. The, yes. That they're checking out a book is not. Like, okay. I don't think they would be checking out the book. That's where my confusion was. Yes, we are talking about the same thing. The short story where the person, somebody has to be sacrificed. Yes. Okay. And they're picking, like, the balls out of the bag, and one one is black. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was written in 1948, and it was published in The New Yorker. Oh. I pulled it, I pulled it up on Wikipedia. Oh, there you go. I was like, oh, I'll read the plot, but the plot's, like, five paragraphs long. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, the plot is, is that... Uh, everybody in this town, in order to, I guess, get a good crop or whatever, uh, has to draw from the lottery, and whoever gets that, you know, the the short straw, the black ball, gets sacrificed, like literally human sacrifice. They get stoned, yeah, 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 and not in the good way, stoned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not in the immoral stoning, <laughs> the killing stoning. <laughs> I, I think guess. that's immoral too. <laughs> well, anyway, so yeah, it. Uh, is dark. It and it always it always reminds me of the landlady. Have you ever read the landlady? Uh uh-uh. uh The landlady is a Roald doll novel that oh, uh, not a novel. It's a short story as well. Uh-huh. Roald doll, but it's also very dark. Uh huh. And it's essentially this woman who runs a lodging house who invites all these men in and and proceeds to poison them and stuff them and put them in her attic. Oh, good. I, I think I'm getting that oh, right, good. but yeah. Is this like yeah. the H.H. Uh, H. Holmes sort of Kind deal? of, yeah. <laughs> so um, it, during Kent Brockman's, uh, Brockman's uh, broadcast, he is talking about how uh, people, you know, are thinking about what they can buy with the money, but he says that uh, one definite winner uh, is the school system. Mm-hmm. That was the big selling point for the Georgia lottery. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, as a matter of fact, I was a direct beneficiary of that because they had the Georgia Lottery used to fund the Hope Scholarship, which essentially meant if you had a B average or better in high school and you went to a state school, the Hope Scholarship would pay for your tuition. Oh, nice. It was an excellent program mm-hmm. uh, and has since been removed. Of course. Of course it has. <laughs> um, but uh, I, um, for my first two years, actually, I went to a private uh, college and through what was called the Equalization Grant, they hey, paid Ro- for Robert, remember when we said we were going to try to, like, cut back on the time and all? Yeah. Okay. I'm not reading every line over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's your whole line of your life story. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Equal, I'll, I'll, equalization scholarship. Uh-huh. Private I'm, school. Yep. Georgia Lottery. That's my whole story. Okay. <laughs> All right. Carry on. So they start um, They start uh, pulling the numbers. Uh-huh. And Homer, well, at this point, I'm sorry. At this point, um. Sam's little helper comes over next to Maggie and like flops down and she's like poking him in the eye. And then Marge is t- um, tells him, she's like, you know, Homer, the odds are 380 million to one. And he's like, no, no, 380 million to 50 because mm-hmm. he's bought 50 tickets. So during the, during the reading of the numbers, we then proceed to uh, where Homer asked the kids what they would do with the money. And, Bart says, put it in the bank. Lisa says, give it to the poor. And this does not <laughs> satisfy Homer. And we end up with a, uh, an image that is utilized a lot in memes, mm-hmm. which is Homer's imagination takes him to a place where he walks in uh, to see Lenny. Mm-hmm. And he is very big, and he's plated in gold. Yep. And um, eventually, he goes into Mr. Burns' office and tells him to take a hike. Mm-hmm. And he's covered in jewels, wearing a crown. All, everybody's like worshiping worshiping him mm-hmm. as king homer um <laughs> which is not which i which i think is uh uh can be explained away by this being homer's imagination but yeah. i don't think 130 million dollars is enough to tell mr burns to take a hike no he's a billionaire uh-uh <laughs> no um so then we we get a funny joke because homer's imagining all of this and he's just sitting on the couch laughing mm-hmm. to himself and the whole family's like uh, what okay and then we move to the actual drawing itself. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get the foreshadowing because somebody calls Chief Wiggum. Oh. And he picks up the phone uh-huh. and he says, you've got the wrong number. This is 912. Uh, I don't know. Which is the actual number if you have an emergency, but only if you're a stone cutter. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Got it. Uh huh. I thought it was the Regicide Hotline. <laughs> do you know the name of the king or queen who is being murdered okay caitlin's gonna have to talk for a second because my ribs are getting too hot i gotta go adjust the temperature gotta go adjust the temperature okay I'll be right back. so yeah so basically everybody in springfield is enraptured with this whole drawing like robert said the police people are watching it not even taking calls um then we have um sideshow mel and crusty watching as they're recording an episode i feel like that's pretty pretty poor timing on their part and uh then they start the drawing and homer uh is sitting there watching of course and he's got so he says he's got so many tickets he can't lose and then they start calling the numbers and guess what 
Homer picked none of those numbers. It was like, what, 17, 6, 3. He's all upset. He starts tearing the tickets up. And Marge points out that, um, you know, you could still win. You just wouldn't win as much if, like, you got, I think it was 5 out of 7 or something. So, anyway, um, then he blames Bart. <laughs> he blames Bart for losing because if Bart had been 17, they would have won because one of the numbers was 17. Um, and then we cut back to Ken Brockman and we discover that, oh my gosh, Ken Brockman has won the lottery. Um, he is extra excited. And then, um, hey, Ken Brockman just won the lottery. Oh boy. Yeah. So <laughs> um, he's screaming on TV and uh, very excited. And um, he starts recapping the day's top story, which, of course, is the lottery drawing. Uh-huh. And he's like, today's winner of the state lottery is me, Kent Brockman. And so <laughs> he um, essentially he's done. He, he, then he starts talking about a tra- tragic mix up in Cleveland. And he's like, "Nah, I'm done. Goodbye. We get um, uh, we get this good uh, this good. A shot of him asking for an image mm-hmm. and it's just the same image of him yeah with his hands in the air yeah there. Yep. yeah it was like a, a, a photo taken moments ago um so uh marge is like well i we lost money but i guess the most important thing is that we're still all together mm-hmm. and this is when grandpa comes in mm-hmm. and gives us <laughs> the great news he goes hey the dog's dead and so th- with all of our attention here now shifts away, like from mm-hmm. any of this lottery Everybody stuff. forgot about the lottery. Yeah, we move in uh, to the kitchen, and Santa's little helper is on the floor. Uh, they point out that it's that he's not dead, mm-hmm. um, and Grandpa insists that he is, goes yeah. to get a shovel, and then Marge says, well, he's not dead, but he is awfully mm-hmm. sick. Grandpa retorts and says, uh, if Grandpa says he's dead, he must be alive. The old man's off his rocker. And then Lisa points out, He's wagging his tail. Yeah, and and she's like, well, uh, or sorry, Grandpa's like, well, dogs wag their ta- wag their tails for hours uh, after they die, mm-hmm. which is messed up. Um, <laughs> but I know a little dog that wags his tail in his sleep, and it's very cute. <laughs> and it's our little dog Gil. I know a, a, a not so little dog who wags his tail very with, with great vigor and hits things all the time <laughs> with true. it, and it can't feel good. Nope, but he does it anyway. He sure does. And his name is Knox, and he's asleep right over there. So, anyways, uh, the Simpsons take the dog, uh, Santa's little helper, to the vet. Uh, we open up with this pretty funny scene where the vet is trying to re- revive a hamster. He's defibrillating a hamster. Yes, uh, and. The the nurse is like, no, nah, he's gone. And <laughs> the vet goes, this is part of the, the part of the job I hate. And then he just takes the hamster and throws it into the trash can, which is equipped with a little basketball hoop. Yes. So he, he does a, a, a off the backboard through the hoop with the hamster, yeah. which was pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Homer brings in uh, Sanders' little helper, and he... Checks him out, and he says, here's the problem. He has a twisted stomach. Yeah. He needs an important operation uh, to correct it, or mm-hmm. he will die. Yeah, and the, the operation's going to cost $750, uh, which is a lot of money, but uh-huh. I feel like that would cost you like five times the amount now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so no twisted stomachs in this house, please. Um, 
So anyway, uh, the vet says this is not an easy decision. Mm-hmm. You know, you can take some time to talk it over. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or he says an awful lot of money that Homer says we'll have to talk it over. Yeah, so and, then they get back in the car and they, they go home. But Bart here is not, it doesn't understand. No. He, he, he says, you know, what is there to talk over? Yeah. They're leaving the, the vet. Like, he obviously says, you're going to get him the surgery because yeah. he's, a, he's a member of the family. Right. Um, uh, as they're exiting, by the way, Krusty is there <laughs> with Mr. Teeny. And they're there to refill his nicotine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's wild. So they start driving home. And Homer starts telling the kids about doggy heaven and how great doggy heaven is. Uh-huh. And uh, and then Bart asks eventually when they get home if there's a doggy hell. Uh, and Well, of course there is. There couldn't be heaven without a hell. Yeah, so in, in doggy hell <laughs> is... Hitler's dog, uh-huh. that dog that Nixon had, which is Checkers. Checkers, uh-huh. Um, one of the lassies, uh, the mean lassie, the one that mauled Timmy. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, Bart then, sa- you know, figures out. He says, uh-huh. "Does this have something to do with Santa's little helper?" And uh, Marge just says, seven hundred fifty dollars is a lot of money. We can't afford it." Uh, and, and so, and, yeah, this is like when Bart realizes that it's like it's essentially an all or nothing decision. Mm-hmm. He's like, so you're just going to let him die. And um, they're like, yeah, we know you're upset. And he's 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 uh, he's upset. <laughs> he, he actually says, darn right. Yeah. I'm upset, which gives us a good a nice little joke here because Marge shoots back immediately. Bart, watch your language. And then she realizes, oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. So Bart is not happy obviously uh-huh. um he storms out and um anyway it seems like the that homer and marge have made up their mind they cannot they mm-hmm. can't afford this homer says we'll ha- we'll just have to get him a new dog one with an untwistable stomach mm-hmm. but then santa's little helper comes over and does what dogs do yep he put his head right in homer's lap uh-huh. and is like whimpering at him mm-hmm. and then he's like Okay, okay, you dang manipulative dog. So they're going to find a way to pay for the operation, mm-hmm. thankfully. So then uh, we cut to uh, Mr. Burns' office, and Homer is coming in to ask to borrow money. Uh, and Mr. Burns immediately uh, calls for security. Mm-hmm. <laughs> says He says, you know, uh, I know you're a good man, uh, but I've got a dog that's very sick. And then yeah, the he's like pushing the alarm button and they come in and take him away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Smithers comes in and they're talking about dogs and he's telling Mr. Burns that they like people like dogs. And he says, no, dogs are idiots. Um, okay, say that to your train pack of attack dogs, Mr. Yeah. Birds. Well, he, he, he then says to Smithers, if I came into your house and started sniffing your crotch oh. and slobbering all over your face, what would you say? And Smithers responds, If, if you did it, If you sir? did it, yeah. Yeah, which is, uh, Have uh, we gotten a so overt a reference to his there attraction was, to Mr. Burns? Or was his, there not a confession of love at one point? Or am I oh, thinking... I'm thinking about an episode. We I watched. think maybe there. I think maybe there was. Yeah. Um, this is one of the more overt references to Smithers loving Mr. Burns. Yeah. So, anyways, we then cut over but to the Simpsons. Um, please don't come over to anybody's house and sniff their crotch and drool all over them. <laughs> that's weird. Well, that's how I got you. Oh, what? 
Um, so I don't remember that. <laughs> Did you drug me? <laughs> oh my god! No, you <laughs> were passed out on the stairs. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, that's uh, by the way, that's a that's a reference to a time that Caitlin and I went to a um, went to a beer tasting. I wasn't on the stairs. I was in my bed. No, but I thought you might have fallen oh. passed out on the stairs. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, well, quickly, we went to a beer tasting. I had a lot of beer. Robert was trying to call me because we had plans later, and I wasn't answering the phone. He thought I had, like, fallen to my death. But uh, really, <laughs> I was concerned. Really, I had just passed out in my bed. So I had to break into her house. He did. He broke into my house <laughs> and I, saved me. Through the window. Yeah. Crawl my fast through <laughs> a window. <laughs> to be fair, I, I had done that many, many times um, <laughs> So after locking myself out. Then we cut over to Homer, who is reading a book in the living room. Mm-hmm. It's Canine, uh, Canine Surgery is the title of the book. And this reminded me of the, uh, in the, we, we in the modern day uh, have the idiots or, um, oh, oh, dummies. for dummies. For dummies, for yes. dummies yeah. <clears throat> um, in the 18th century, they had books that were called Every Man His Own Blank. Mm-hmm. And there was a book that, uh, there was a book in that series that was titled Every Man His Own Physician. And, uh, and so there was, yeah, there was a real deal, like self help book in the 18th century that was like, uh, that was intended to help you like diagnose and treat problems. I mean, it's just like (laughs) WebMD. Uh huh. Yeah. But I guess that they don't really provide any treatment, um, suggestions really, except to go to your doctor. Right. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so Marge is like, yeah, don't even think about it. He says it looks really easy. Um, and yeah, they just like carving a turkey. Yeah. Then we cut to a scene where he is trying to carve a turkey with a, an electric knife and it is getting everywhere. It is pelting everyone with turkey Mm -hmm. and like crumbs, not even real (laughs) pieces of turkey. I, um, Years ago on Thanksgiving, uh, my older brother walked up to the turkey and pulled a piece of turkey off. And father walked over to him and he goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" And uh, my older brother was <laughs> was gonna put it into his mouth, and my father like smacked his hand. And I shit you not, this piece of turkey just poofed into the air, like it just disappeared what? in the air, like. Like I saw it like go away, like it was like it, like it wasn't a big piece or anything, uh-huh. but it just went poof like into the air, <laughs> and, and uh, I just remember like my older brother looking down in his hand like in confusion as we all were, and <laughs> father goes, "What do you think about that?" And and he goes, "Well, you don't see me eating turkey." <laughs> <laughs> was the dog around? Because I feel like that might. Oh have no no, this was it. long before the dog. Oh weird. Yeah, we had no dogs at that time. Huh. Uh, uh, this was like when I was a teenager. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he whacked his hand and that turkey just goes poof, it's like probably gone. S- it's probably still in your parents' house somewhere. It probably is. Yeah. Maybe there's a turkey behind the bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so th- at this point, we uh, Marge says, okay, I found a way we can pay for the operation. Um, and uh, Homer's like, oh, what do you have? An insurance scam. And she's like, no, but we're all going to have to make a few sacrifices. Uh, Bart is going to have to get haircuts for free at the Springfield Barbers College. Mm-hmm. He is totally fine with that. Um, she's not going to get her weekly lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, she's found a way to stretch the food budget. Now, 
this harkens back to something we've talked about before. Yes. Because she says, okay, fried chicken night will now be organ meat night. Ham night will be spam night. And pork chop night, Homer starts crying, Uh (laughs) will be chub night. (laughs) So Homer really loves pork chops, y'all. What's chub? I just assumed it was like ground meat. Oh. That comes in a chub. I I didn't know until like two years ago that those are called chubs. Yeah, me either. You taught me that. <laughs> that makes that, that makes sounds me, dubious. That makes me. <laughs> How do you think I got pregnant? I showed I showed Caitlin my chub. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so they're, they're that's actually true because every time I go into a grocery store, I like every other male in the world have to pick up the biggest chub of ground beef you can find and pretend that it's a wiener. <laughs> Y'all, he will yell across the store. Hey. He'll be like, hey, <laughs> do we need this? And he's holding this giant package of meat. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> can't go early, anywhere. Early on in our relationship, Caitlin and I had to go to Target to get some toilet paper. <laughs> we, I think we got toilet paper, deodorant, and kitty litter that night. And... um. Was it like a special occasion or something? I don't think so. I don't think. Yeah. I think we just had to go to Target. Anyway, uh, I, <laughs> I, I saw her like multiple aisles over, way down, and I shouted to her <laughs> in the Target with I, like a twenty-four pack of toilet paper over his head. <laughs> so I went, "Hey, did you get the shit tickets?" <laughs> 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 I like. I was like. I don't know what to do at this moment. I gen- genuinely did not know what to do. My favorite target. And I was moment. like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> like uh-uh. run away. Uh-uh. <laughs> my my favorite target moment though was <laughs> when we were at Target together, and I looked around the corner and I saw that two of our friends had come uh, up to uh, and were talking to we were, Caitlin. Yeah, we were talking. Caitlin had the buggy, the cart, uh-huh. and so I went over to the condom aisle. And got several packs of Magnum condoms, <laughs> and then walked and a, over to the and cart. A giant bottle of lube. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you forgot about that part. I did forget about that. He's like, "All right," and then he like dumps them in the and cart. Then I walked. Yeah, I walked up and dumped them in the cart, and then I looked up and I was like, "Oh, hey guys, how are you?" <laughs> He's like, "All right, we're ready to go." And I was like, "No." <laughs> that was oh, that was good. shenanigans. Now we never go to Target because they're so damn expensive. They are expensive, and they're yeah. like they're so close to us, but like. Nah. Eh. Anyway, all right. So. <laughs> I work at a museum. <laughs> so, yeah. In addition to the food budget, uh, Lisa is no, no longer going to get her Encyclopedia Generica from the grocery store. Uh-huh. And she's upset because the next issue is volume four, Copernicus through Elephantitis. Mm-hmm. Or she's pronounced, it's Elephantitis. I don't know. She, she says it weird, but I just say it's Elephantitis. Okay. That's what I say. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> so anyways, um, everybody is having to make sacrifices mm-hmm. and... Homer, of course, has to give a beer. Mm-hmm. Maggie's baby clothes are going to have to last a little bit longer. And they are already falling apart. She's already ripping out of them. <laughs> yeah. So so then uh, we or we are back at the vet hospital and or the veterinarian hospital and um, uh, the doctor is operating on Santa's little helper, mm-hmm. but he starts to flatline and then we see him running towards the light. Yeah. And Caitlin started to get sad. Yeah. <laughs> <made> me sad. <laughs> and um, 
yeah. So he's like gets to the gates. There's like a little doggy door in the gates. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden he starts moving backwards. Um, meaning that the vet has revived him yep. by giving him CPR. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which we saw uh, this week. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, because of the ham- Hamlin. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, situation. Yeah. Uh, the Buffalo player. Who yeah. Who collapsed who, uh, on the field. That's crazy. It's wild. Um, I was talking, to, or they were saying on the news that that condition is actually more commonly associated to baseball players, and it just ha- it's because of getting thumped like mm-hmm. in the chest. They interviewed a hockey player too that that had happened to. Oh, and really? I, I, yeah, hockey makes total sense that that would happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess it, it like is just a freak thing. Yeah, like it's that's scary. It's been pretty wild how people have. I mean, not wild. I mean, it's it's been inspiring, I suppose, mm-hmm. is the better phrasing. But it has been really uh, impressive, I guess, to see like people like rally behind mm-hmm. this dude in the way that they have. Did you and notice last night on the game that the E's on the ESPN microphones were flipped? I did not notice that. Somebody, the internet had to point that out. <laughs> yeah, to I noticed yeah. that they were flipped, but I did not realize that it was meant to be the number three, which is this guy's jersey number. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, a nice touch, ESPN. Yes. Yep. So anyways, uh, Santa's Little Helper is revived. And then we see in the waiting room uh, that the Simpson family is there. And then he comes out and he's better. Mm -hmm. But then we immediately cut over to the Simpson household and it's Chub Night. Uh Uh-huh. And everyone is uh, is eating uh, this... The Chub. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) This uh, this presumably gross meal. Nobody's enjoying it. Yeah, and then the dog is eating, and Homer's like, well, how come he gets meat and we don't? Mm -hmm. And Marge tells him, you know, it's mostly uh, snouts and entrails. And, um, yeah. Uh, Basically, everybody's just bummed that they're not having uh, pork chops. Right. Yep. So... Uh, then we uh, see Kent Brockman on the news. He is wearing a fancy fur coat, and he's got a gold chain on mm-hmm. because, of course, he... Kind of looks like a pimp. He does. He does, yes. Um, he's like, yep, I'm back. I wouldn't leave this job, a $500,000 a year job, just because he won the lottery. Uh-huh. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> it, uh, he's talking about the benefit that the schools got, uh-huh. and it turns out that what the lottery commission gave the school, which was supposed to be half the money... That, yeah, they, that was the, made. Have the profits. It, they just gave him an eraser. Turns out, yeah, it was yeah, an eraser. And so Skinner's on the news and he's like, what the hell? You know, I've been to Nam, yada, 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 yada. Mm-hmm. Then they pick the new jackpot winner for the $40,000 jackpot. Yep. And it turned out that it was Marge's numbers. Yeah. Uh, so we, it, we kick off this sequence of everybody ill benefiting. Uh, because of the sacrifices that are having to right. be made. So if Marge had purchased a ticket, she would have won the money. $40,000. Mm-hmm. Lisa's in class, and uh, Miss Hoover wants them to do a report on Copernicus, yep. who would have been in the... Copernicus, uh, Copernicus to Elephantitis uh-huh. edition. Would have been in the, uh, the encyclopedia. encyclopedia. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Homer, who is at Moe's, and the crowd is egging him on, and he is performing... For quarters. Yes, he's, he's singing Buffalo Gals. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, Mo and tells one of the people, he's like, yeah, before he got sick, that old rummy used to be my best customer. Mm-hmm. So. Bart is at the barber college. Mm-hmm. And of course, you could have predicted this, seen this a mile away. Uh, his hair gets messed There's up. There's a mishap. Yep. 
And then we're back at the Simpson household, and Santa's little helper, who's feeling much better, walks up to Homer with a ball, Mm -hmm. presumably wants him to throw it, Mm -hmm. and Homer turns him away, says, you're a lousy dog and I hate you. Uh, Marge is trying to fix Maggie's uh, baby clothes, Mm -hmm. which have absolutely gone to shreds. Yeah, so Santa's little helper is going up to each member of the family, Uh and then he goes up to Lisa, and Lisa's like, can't you see I'm reading a third-rate biography of Copernicus that I found at the bus station? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, everybody's... Everybody's pissed at Santa's little helper. Yep. Um, so, uh, it turns out uh, Marge and Homer are in bed. Uh, we cut to the next scene here. And Marge asks Homer if he closed the gate. Mm-hmm. He says yes, but then you hear the gate very mm-hmm. clearly beating uh, or banging up against the other part of the fence. And uh, so, uh, we the Simpsons then start shouting to each other. Homer shouts to... Uh, Bart, close the gate. Bart shouts to Lisa, close the gate. Lisa tells Maggie to close the gate. Yeah, and then um, Santa's little helper is outside, and he's like, peace, mm-hmm. see you later. Um, and then the family discovers the next morning that he is gone. Um, Homer's like, oh, well, it's all my – or, I'm sorry. Bart says, it's all my fault. I called him a dumb dog. Um, and they're like, yeah, he's gone. He's never coming back. And then Homer goes, wait, there he is. No, that's a horse. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then we get this montage of what Santa's little helper is doing. Uh, he goes uh, he goes on quite an adventure. He uh, encounters a, a grizzly bear, mm-hmm. takes him out. <laughs> mm-hmm. He uh, then encounters, uh, we don't see this, but he mm-hmm. encounters a cat and chases it You know what this map tree? reminded me of? What's that? Red Dead Redemption. Oh, did it? Yeah, because it's got, like, the little dots on it, uh-huh. like, where he's going. But then, like, you see, like, the enemy, quote-unquote, enemy approaching, and uh-huh. it's red. <laughs> like, and so you're like, oh, oh right. shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what that reminded me of. Um, but, yeah, he's, like, he's like bebopping around town. He saves a baby from a burning house. This is, like, the uh-huh. second time in a couple of episodes that we've had yeah. someone save a baby from a burning yeah, house. Yeah, I don't think he saved all the furniture, though, but just the baby. That's right. Um, And then... uh. We cut back to the Simpsons house and they're making, trying to make posters. Uh-huh. Uh, Lisa wants to know if Marge has found a picture yet. And she's like, well, none that I want to be, that, none that should be seen <laughs> yes. in public, which is a series of photos of Homer being a dick to Santa's little helper. <laughs> yeah, the, that made kicking, me sad. Kicking the dog, <laughs> choking the dog. But he, uh, in fairness, uh, Santa's little helper bi- is biting him in one yeah, of the pictures. That's true. And he also bi- is burying him in another one yeah. of the pictures. Yeah, so he's he's getting a little bit of revenge. Um, then we go to Burns Manor, and uh, what's his name? Flanders. Uh-huh. <laughs> Flanders is talking to Mr. Burns about recycling. Um, Burns, of course, tells uh, Smithers to release the hounds. And um, Mr. Burns is like, well, neighbor, I see you've got on your running shoes. That's a good thing. And then mm-hmm. here come the, the hounds, yep. uh, being as vicious as always. And then at the end of the pack, there is this old decrepit hound. And um, uh, Mr. Burns asks, what's wrong with Crippler? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Oh, did you notice that Ned was wearing his assassins? His assassins, yes. yes. That was another throwback to this. Sh- to There's that, and we've got another one coming up here pretty soon, yeah. too. So uh, Crippler is one of the dogs in, in Mr. Burns' pack. He's been around since the late 60s. Uh-huh. Um, and he's just getting older. So, uh, then we cut to, 
Oh, part of the adventure that missed, uh, that uh, Santa's little helper was on, he, the dot on the map starts moving very fast, uh-huh. and we see that he gets picked up by the dog pound. Yes. We missed that part. Yes. But that's a very important part. <laughs> because here goes Mr. Burns to the dog pound to look for a replacement for Crippler. Uh-huh. And, of course, he chooses Santa's little helper. Yep. We then cut to this sequence where the Simpsons are putting up lost dog posters, mm-hmm. and Bart, uh, there's a, a nice callback here. In front of the Quickie Mart, Bart puts a poster up on a telephone pole, and he is covering the, mm-hmm. the um, missing uh, poster for Principal Skinner. Yeah, Have You Seen My Body? Yes. And with that, which is from um, Bart the Murderer. Yep. Is that the episode where he gets trapped under the newspaper? That's the one, Okay. Yep. I, I wasn't sure if I was thinking of that episode or another um, where Mr. <laughs> where Skinner also disappears. <laughs> um, so um, then uh, we are back at Burns Manor, mm-hmm. and Burns is trying to teach Santa's little helper to be an attack dog, mm-hmm. but he's a very kind, <laughs> very kind puppy. Yeah. Uh, Smithers walks in wearing a Girl Scout uniform and is trying mm-hmm. to sell cookies and all he does is walk over and lick him yeah and then we see lisa she's talking to barney at his apartment uh-huh and, she, and she, he's like yeah i know how you feel i lost my dog too he's in here somewhere and then we see his <laughs> disgusting apartment uh-huh um and all we all we can hear his dog uh, whimpering mm-hmm. but he's very clearly like muffled like he's under something <laughs> i heard a dog bark coming from our next door neighbor's house today yeah there's a dog over there i think oh um, they ha- i don't I didn't know they had a dog. Somebody, or, I don't think they do. I think someone's somebody's staying, is yeah. staying with them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Um, any, anyway, yes, I, I noticed that as well. Okay. Every time I take our dogs out, yeah. that dog barks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, then we come back to Burns Manor. They're showing Santa's little helper a film that will help him turn into a vicious, soulless killer. Uh huh. And we see the film and it's kind of fucked up. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's some of it is and some of it isn't. Yeah, like, there's like a cat and then there's like, I don't know. There's there's a Hindenburg uh, crash mm. in there. Uh, what else is in there? There's an atomic explosion. Uh, someone yeah. kicking a Fido dish. Someone yeah. someone smacking a dog with a newspaper. Yeah, which is so mean. <laughs> um, so anyway. Uh so uh, anyway, the 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 idea is is that he's being brainwashed into mm-hmm. being an an attack dog. Uh, apparently, this is a reference to Clockwork Orange. Ah, this scene. There you are. Um, Can I just say that anytime any any like television or movie does the thing where they like put the wires in people's mm. eyelids, it makes me cringe. Yeah. <laughs> so so much. It's, I hate it so so much. Yeah. Uh, I like. I think I've said this before on here, um, but like every so often because of what I do, I, I have to have someone apply makeup to me and like, I always tell them, I'm like, I'm so sorry, but when you try to put eyeliner on me, I'm just, I'm going to flinch. Like I can't stand it. And I had somebody a couple of years ago, give me a good tip. He said, uh, I'm going to put eyeliner on you. What I want you to do is look up and stick your tongue out as far as you can. And it totally worked. Hmm. And I was like, why is that? He was like, it just gives you something else to think about and mm. focus on. Mm-hmm. So you're not so worried about me being as close to right. your eyes. And I was like, what a great, what a great tip. No one has like, I've been, people have been putting makeup on me for like 25 years, you know? Not me. I got, I wear contacts. You could like put oh, your whole yeah. finger in my <laughs> eye and I, I wouldn't flinch. That's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Santa's little helper has been indoctrinated. 
and we cut back to the Simpsons household, mm-hmm. and they're all just very sad. They see his dish on the floor there. They see his leash next to it. That's where he took a whiz on the rug. <laughs> we got a couple we of are, spots. We're living that life <laughs> yeah. this week. Uh, and Homer's super sad. Um, then Marge comes in. She's like, you know, even if he's passed on, there's no reason to cry. Remember mm-hmm. doggy heaven. <laughs> and then Homer undoes all the work he tried to do with the kids. Oh, Marge, there is no such place. <laughs> and then he's like, or uh, to put it another way. <laughs> once he realizes what he's doing. But Bart is determined he's not mm-hmm. going to give up, uh, and so he's going to keep looking. Mm-hmm. And we then cut back over to Burns's house. Uh, Mr. Burns is poking at, uh, at Santa's little helper, mm-hmm. and as I have said on many occasions, even the kindest dog will eventually bite you if you poke it enough. Yeah, this part made me sad because so. he's like he's treating him poorly. He's got like a little black eye. He's uh-huh. he's turning into an attack dog, which is obviously what Mister Burns wants. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Santa's little helper does eventually attack Mister Burns, mm-hmm. and he knows that the transition is complete. Yeah, so. Then Bart is going door to door, giving out flyers for Santa's little helper. He knocks on Kent Brockman's door, uh-huh. who is now very tan. Yes. Very, very tan. Very much spray tan. In a Speedo with big gold chains. Or maybe it wasn't spray tan. Maybe it's just like tanning bed tan. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But um, he says he's telling him that he lost his dog. And Kent Brockman's like, well, now I suppose you want me to buy you a new one. Mm-hmm. And goes on about winning the lottery which like the lottery plot just kind of fizzled until we get to this point yeah (laughs) um and then uh bart's like well i'm sorry uh and (laughs) then then ken brockman's butler comes in and says that a lot his llama just bit ted kennedy and to which he replies yeah good good (laughs) yeah so then um Smithers uh, walks in on Mr. Burns, mm-hmm. who is in a glass tube, uh, so almost kind of a la like Snow White. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's apparently his longevity treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, Bart has since gone to the Burns Manor. Right, he says the there's a sweet little boy at the mm-hmm. door. Uh, Burns, through the glass, says, release the hounds. And yeah. so here they come around the corner and Bart immediately says, Santa's little helper, it's you. And so he sees him and Santa's little helper doesn't recognize him he's been totally converted into an evil guard dog Mm -hmm. and then he's like i'm your buddy i love you boy and then that's when like so he so santa's little helper jumps to attack bart Mm -hmm. bart runs he he runs to the wall but he gets stopped Mm -hmm. at the wall Mm -hmm. and he turns around and santa's little helper is there he is crouched he pounces but in the middle of that pounce is when we get the i love mm-hmm. you boy and everything changes like flips the switch he, he santa's um, little helper goes through all these memories yep this is when i started crying yes <laughs> so it was very sweet <laughs> um yeah so it's uh, it's memories like bart feeding him under the table and them rolling around and playing and then uh we cut back and he lands upon Bart and starts to lick him. Mm-hmm. The other dogs show up and then he turns around and defends Bart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa's little helper does. Mm-hmm. And so we then, presumably, Bart gets out of the mm-hmm. property and we cut back to the Simpson household and all the Simpsons are standing around petting the dog. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like Homer's like, I want to pet him again. And then they're like, you can pet the cat. And he's like, the cat? What's the point? <laughs> 
Poor, poor Snowball too. Did you see Snowball too? Like stuck it, like stuck his tail up, and like and, and like like as if like to get ready for yeah. butt scratches. Yeah. <laughs> poor poor Snowball. Um. Anyway, uh, so he's a good boy, and uh, they are, are crowded around him, and mm. I, forgot, I don't know who says this here. Uh, uh, they say this will never happen again. You can have anything you want. You can sleep on my bed. You can chew on slippers, and. And they're like, yeah, he's a good dog. He's a good doggy. The end. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> oh, here she goes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like hyper emotional. <laughs> those uh, those hormones are really they're stir- stirring around in there. <laughs> so anything like this. Yeah. <laughs> you want to watch The Lion King next? No, God, <laughs> that's the worst. So I like this episode. I know that you said you didn't like it. I did it. not like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. Just I mean, it has a happy ending, but like, I don't know. I just, I guess the one redeeming quality that it does have is like, even though like they have their moments with this pet, uh-huh. they're all, they all band together to try to get him back. Yes. And to save him. Yeah. It's a family episode. Yeah. Uh, I think one would expect the that such an episode would be much more about Bart. Mm-hmm. But I uh, this, I think, is... Um, I think what I really appreciate about it is that everybody in the Simpson family has an investment in yes. Santa's Little Helper. Right. And misses him when he's gone. Mm-hmm. And is happy to have him home. Right. So, uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed the episode. It is a little. It is a little bit sad in terms of like pet stress. <laughs> yeah, it's. It was. I guess it was stressful for me. Uh huh. That's what you said sad. as soon as it was over. You it said was it was stressful. stressful. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I think it's just because I had this chubby beagle laying next to me, and I'm like, oh, I don't want anybody to make him an attack dog. Oh my god! Can you imagine? I know. Somebody already apparently. Tr- we we think that someone tried to use him as a hunting dog, and that he is not a good he's hunting not dog. Hunting dog. Yeah. He's, poor baby. He's, he's lazy, and I don't think his nose is really all that great. No, <laughs> he won't even chase a tennis ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, wait, I take he, these dogs out. He got the. He got the. He won the luck of the draw when he came home with us. Yeah, I think so. Speaking of the lottery. Uh huh. Yeah. So, anyways, okay. Well, I think that'll more or less uh uh wrap that up. Um. I am looking forward to next week because next week we have Colonel Homer. Yeah. So yeah, we, uh, we got four episodes left in this season. I know it's so close. Mm-hmm. So that should tell you, listener. Last year, we did not record <laughs> four times. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not true because we changed the schedule because we did the end of season wrap ups. That's me. true. Yeah. yeah. As I think I think we only didn't record twice. I mean, I've, I think overall we did pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I just remember that our, our, our original schedule was to be finished with season three at the end of 2022. Yeah, but we, we've changed things up a little bit. Yeah. So I- either way, uh, next week we're going to be on Colonel Homer, and that's super exciting. And we would love to have you with us. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And, of course, you can leave us a rating on that platform, the highest rating. Uh, and make sure, of course, that you're following us on social media as well. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Escalator to Nowhere Pod, and we are also on Twitter at Esk to Nowhere Pod. If you'd like to send us an email, we would love to hear from you. Go ahead and send us an email at escalatortonowherepod at gmail.com. 
Oh, yeah. And let us know how you feel about us not going through all the lines. I mean, this episode right now is about an hour long. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's more manageable. As opposed to an hour and 40 minutes long. (laughs) Yeah. Which is what it was last week. Uh, And we've had more of those uh, uh, Mm -hmm. as of late. So uh, let us know what you think. Let us know. uh, Give us some feedback here. So we're just, you know, trying to feel our way through. Yeah. And and another thing, too, it's like with a baby coming, like uh, time is going to be of the essence. Yeah. 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 Well, and also, you know, (laughs) let the ribs be like a uh, a preview to it, because (laughs) (laughs) at some point one of us is going to get up and work, you know, go check on the baby and that kind of stuff. So, anyways, uh, all that's to say that uh, we're looking forward to next week. We'll be happy to be here uh, with you. And until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. I'm a Season Simpsons fan. And I am learning. And we'll look forward to next week with Colonel Homer. But until then, smell you later. Bye. Bye.